against Bitcoin. It's going up forever, Warren. You're against Bitcoin. You're against freedom. Yo, everybody, we are back. It's your boy Opti, second day of Pacific Bitcoin Festival. We got an awesome show for you guys. As you can tell, uh, my voice isn't up to par. I just rug pulled myself with some decaf guys, but no one wants to hear about my personal problems. We got some crazy news for the numbers today coming out of Unchain. Actually, Chris gave it to me last night. He was mentioning it, that apparently 80% of all Bitcoin hasn't moved in six months. It's almost like there's no more tourists in this extremely long bear market. And every one of you guys out there knows what we all know to be the truth and the way is to hodl your Bitcoin. Make sure you are holding on to those Bitcoin because it is aiming to be a very, very epic bull run. And then we also got some news coming out. Uh, it was a little more speculation and I had a lot of conversations yesterday on the idea of a spot Bitcoin ETF. And uh, we will have some interviews. I got a few with Preston Pish and Steven Lubka. And we'll get those on the show for you guys. But we were all kind of wondering, of course, it's not a matter of if they will approve a spot Bitcoin ETF. It was more a matter of when. And there was a running theme of like, maybe it'll happen quicker than we thought. And then we got a news story coming across Twitter last night that uh, there's more speculation that a spot Bitcoin ETF might get approved in the next three to six months. And I know everyone in the chat's going to be like, yeah, Gary Gensler, of course, isn't going to approve a spot Bitcoin ETF in 2023, but maybe it will happen a little sooner than we thought. And, and of course, again, there's also the speculation that may, maybe Gary Gensler is waiting for uh, this whole DOJ Binance story to uh, finally unravel itself. But we will give you guys all that content on YouTube later. You guys will get a little more context on all the stuff we're going to be talking about today. But it's looking, again, like we are going to get set up for a very, very epic bull run going into 2025. We all know the halvings happening around April. So not only is there no Bitcoin on exchanges, not only are all you guys holding your Bitcoin knowing that you need to make it through the auto buyout, but we are going to see the Bitcoin block subsidy get cut in half. So... It's looking like a perfect storm. Anyways, guys, as you can tell, I'm not alone here. I got some friends, of course. Everyone knows. Uh, I'd call him like our adopted stepchild, Chris Alemo from Bitcoin Magazine. How are you doing this morning, Chris? Uh, doing well. Kind of hurting like you. The voice hurts a little bit, but, you know, we, we ride on. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And then we also have, oops, we also have James Caruso from Stamp Seed, co-founder of Stamp Seed. He's got a very cool surprise for you guys in the culture. I think you guys are going to love this one, but how are you doing this morning, James? I'm doing great, man. Happy to be here with you guys. LA song, you can't beat this. Exactly. How are you liking uh, this year's festival? You were here last year, right? I, no, I actually wasn't here last year, but I, I checked out um, you know, some of the videos and whatnot. Loving it this year, though. Well done uh, all around. So awesome venue, too. We're in a Barker hangar. You know, it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, it was nice out there, guys. It's a little warm. And on on that note, Dell, how you doing this morning? I don't know if the, if we got the content up there, but you were rolling on the mats yesterday with uh, Ben Askren and Brian Dement, and apparently the mat was like four hundred degrees, and they had to water it down. So, how you doing this morning, Dell? What do you think about the festival so far? I didn't get a chance to roll with Ben. I did roll with Brian, um, and the mats were blistering hot. Yeah, like like. <laughs> If you ever been out on a sand sandy beach when it's full sun, imagine that times two. It was just black. It was horrendous. So that's why we had to keep on splashing water. Um, yeah, it's a good time. My voice is good. I didn't stay up until two a.m. 
partying. I was at home. Uh, we're at the the hotel playing Zelda, so I'm I'm good to go. Well, yes, uh, Dell, Doxing, Chris, and I. On that note, <laughs> shouts out to everyone that was showing us love last night. It, it, you know, it's really an honor, and and it's very humbling that you guys get so much value from not only simply Bitcoin, but all the content we're doing here as Bitcoin content creators. And just the amount of love that we got. Because, like, look, guys, I, you can see me. I, we do this stream and we talk into a computer and we forget that there's thousands of people out there that enjoy what we're doing. And it's all about providing value for you guys, keeping you entertained, keeping you guys on the signal, on the path. So, shout out to you guys. Welcome to Simply Bitcoin. Let's get into today's show. The Bitcoin Numbers is your Bitcoin in cold storage really secure? Is your seed phrase really secure? Stampseed's do-it-yourself kit has everything you need to hammer your seed words into commercial-grade titanium plates instead of just writing them on paper. Don't store your generational wealth on paper. Paper is prone to water damage, fire damage. You want to put your generational wealth on one of the strongest metals on planet Earth, titanium. Your words are actually stamped into this metal plate with this hammer and these letter stamps. And once your words are in, they aren't going anywhere. No risk of the plate breaking apart and pieces falling everywhere. Titanium stamped seeds will survive nearly triple the heat produced by a house fire. They're also crush proof, waterproof, non-corrosive, and time proof. All things that paper is not allowing you to huddle your Bitcoin with peace of mind for the long haul. Stamp your seed on Stamp Seed. Let's go, guys. Of course, you can scan the QR code. But James, it looks like you have uh, one of these really, I don't know, beat up Stamp Seed. They can't yeah. see it, but... Uh, yeah, so this plate's been through the ringer. We have a commercial-grade titanium uh, metal stamp plates. Uh, this one was hit with a roofing torch reaching temperatures over like 2,300 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, you can see those videos on the website, too. We post all, everything. Uh, it took a 24-hour muriatic acid bath as well to simulate long-term water exposure. Uh, then we just try to crush and mar the layers out as much as possible. But you can see everything is intact in there nicely. Um, can confirm. Yeah, and we currently... The only downside is, you know, we could swap your uh, your seeds right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But that's uh, survival. Bacon, 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 bacon. <laughs> we have a plate at the, in Long Island Sound right now. It's going to be down there for a year just to get the salt water test going. So we're pulling that out next August. So uh, we'll have a video for that and a couple more tests down the line just to, you know, prove that titanium seed storage is the best method. Yeah, uh, James, I think I was trolling you when you came on the show last time. Uh, him and uh, who's this? Tim Cook. You and Tim Cook have... Uh, started to make the titanium stock go up because everything is titanium nowadays. Anyways, guys, let, yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get into the numbers. There we go. Sorry. We're seeing, we're seeing a, a simply OG over here. Any rug he's hanging out over here. Anyways, we're over here at uh, Clark Moody's dashboard. Of course, you guys know my favorite number. It is the block height. TikTok next block. It's almost like Bitcoin works exactly as design. And oh, and the honey badger cannot be stopped. And the current Bitcoin price is wait, didn't it pump to like 28K last night or something? Or it was pumping yesterday. I don't know the price, dude. The block height. We're less than 30K blocks till uh, the wait, I need you to do quick math on the fly. Anyways, anyways, the current Bitcoin price is 27,885. The current Moscow time, aka how much your fiat dollar is worth, aka how much Bitcoin you can buy for a single dollar, is currently at 3,586 sats, or just to trigger the chat, 358 bits. And the total percentage of Bitcoin issued. 
all Bitcoin that will ever be issued is 92.88%. The market cap in fiat terms is $543.9 billion. The realized monetary inflation taking fiat currencies to school is at 1.75%. The Bitcoin versus gold market cap is at 4.4, wait, 4.40%, 4.4, the same thing. Anyways, I say it all the time. Bitcoin still has a long way to go in the hard money game. And you guys are bearish out there. It couldn't be me. Can't relate. Anyways, the total public lightning capacity is currently at 5,271.1 BTC. The hash rate the last 90 days is 392.9 exahashes. And the pending fees, look at that, 1.61 BTC. It was literally one Bitcoin yesterday. I guess it's getting a little a little frothy over there. But uh, the Wizards didn't break the mempool. That one number on the side there. I n- I've never noticed that. Corporate treasuries. How many are held? Oh, it's how much Bitcoin is held in corporate treasuries. Got it. Is that so? That's Sailor. That's yeah, Sailor. Ten <laughs> percent of that, or something okay. like that. <laughs> Sailor and everyone else. So value in corporate treasuries: forty-seven point seven billion dollars. Uh, here we go. Supply percentage in corporate treasuries: eight point seven seven percent of all bitcoin in corporate treasuries amazing well good eye good eye all right guys so as i was telling you guys in the beginning um we got some glassnode on chain analytics and, and i already saw copernicus trolling us that's saying you know glassnode is only an approximation and it's uh and it's not the best data uh, yeah you know just don't do on-chain trading copernicus uh i think it's pretty good data anyways what we know though and shout out to chris for bringing this to my attention i was literally scouring the internet this morning to find this exact post. Uh, we got this tweet here and it is unchained capital. They are quoting their glass node account. And you can see here on the side, it says UTXOs younger than six months now account for less than 20% of Bitcoin's total supply. 80% of all Bitcoin has now been, has not been moved in 182 days. And the 2024 having is only roughly 195 days away. Again, Chris, what is it? Less than 30,000 blocks. Less than 30,000 blocks, yeah. Okay, so historically, a supply shock has come next. And I'm super colorblind. So what, this color, I think, is six months, 12 months. Anyways, the TLDR of this is what Joe Burnett said. And, of course... We like doing breaking tweets. We like trolling ourselves. Oh, wow. Sorry, guys. Tate up, turn up with the vest in the background. Love to see it. Anyways, anyways, uh, as Joe Burnett goes, breaking a record high, 80% of all Bitcoin has not moved in six plus months. The bear market has forced coins to move to the strongest hands. Any demand catalyst could potentially ignite the next bull run as there will be few sellers. And we've been covering this for a long time. Remember, probably like six months ago, we told you about, uh, I think it was Chain Analytics that had an article that said all of the Bitcoin tourists were gone. And I, I think that was about a year ago. And moving closer into the having again, less than 30,000 blocks, roughly around April, we are going to see the block subsidy get cut in half. The miners, if they aren't... Uh, being smart businessmen. It could get a little frothy out there for all the miners, but for you guys that are holding your Bitcoin, that are hauling your Bitcoin long-term, it looks like we are seeing Gresham's Law play out in real time, which is bad. What Good money drives out bad money. Or did I flip it? 
which means you guys know what you're holding. You understand that right now is not time to be selling your Bitcoin. Today, tomorrow, the next couple of months is not the time to be giving Larry Fink and BlackRock Co. your Bitcoin. You want to be hodling right now. We were having a lot of conversations about, man, like where's the market going? Are we crab marketing? Are we going to have a slow grind up into 2025? Are we going to be seeing God candles? No one knows, but all you need to know is what our boy by Kinga always says. Stay humble, stack sats, stay solvent. Right now is the time. Do not take your foot off the gas. I know we are seeing sentiment in the market of uh, fatigue. <laughs> We're seeing everyone being despondent. They're tuning out. But it just goes to show that the people that are holding Bitcoin right now, they know what they're holding. And even though the corporate press, even though the mainstream uh, consciousness, popular consciousness isn't getting frothy and excited about Bitcoin, you guys understand what you're holding. And this is the position of being a hodler. I was telling Chris last night that typical cycles play out in very, very similar ways. And it's basically like four years of being called crazy, four years of pain, and then I think it's 12 weeks of just absolute mind bending God candles where rocket ship get on board. So, so right now is the time to be stacking, staying solvent and staying humble. Anyways, Chris, what's your thoughts on all this? You're the one that actually brought this to my attention. So, uh, is this important? This news is a signal. What's your thoughts? I think I'm bullish. I'm like you, Opti, stupidly bullish. I think it just shows coins are moving from weak hands to strong hands. And, you know, everything that we've experienced over the last year, whether it's FTX, whether it's Celsius, BlockFi, all these different companies collapsing, you know, a lot of those coins moved very quickly. And the price, obviously, uh, the fiat price followed with that. But now, right now, we're uh, moving from uh, strong hands or from weak hands to strong hands now for the long term, it looks. This is how Bitcoin works. Those that don't understand what they are holding get wrecked. And those that do, get to live a prosperous life with eternal riches and you know the rest. Anyways, James, what's your thoughts on all this stuff? Uh, yeah, thoughts on the new Bitcoiners coming in are just very aware of the dangers of holding your Bitcoin with a custodian or on the exchange. You know, they come in to see what's going on with FTX and some of these other exchanges. More people are onboarding into cold storage, self-custody, stamping their seed, preserving their C-words and metal uh, faster than they did previously. And I think it's because of, unfortunately, all those collapses. But um you know, that metric 80% of Bitcoin hasn't moved. Um, it's just people are holding, right? They're not letting go of it. They realize that that's the coin. All the other shit coins are being pretty much filtered out, not being looked at as uh, even the new wave of people are coming in. So each class uh, is just that much more educated. You know, shows like this, other YouTubers are out there just, you know, putting awareness out. But also uh, some of the exchange collapses are, you know, really showing, you know, proof that you have to hold your own keys you know, if you want to sleep all night. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And, and we were actually having that conversation. Uh, I forget who I was with, but actually it was, it was actually Chris and B, uh, Ben BTC sessions about just like how I think what we're seeing right now in the market and on Bitcoin Twitter, and I guess, you know, Bitcoin message, Bitcoin signal at large, it, it's really a testament to the Bitcoin only content creators out there. And that no longer do you have to get caught up in all the shitcoin noise. You can find good shows, you can find the signal, and the learning curve of becoming a Bitcoiner, I think, is starting to slow. Like it, It's starting to, uh, not slow, starting to uh, lessen and versus widening. Like It took me years to understand Bitcoin, and now 
out just so much good content out there that you can become a Bitcoin maxi, I don't know, in six months, maybe at least two years. I mean, Chris was blowing my mind that you've been here in 2020 and I, I feel like you know more about Bitcoin than I do. It's like, it's just a testament to Bitcoin signal in general. I mean, even Dell, you came, you've been a Bitcoiner for like a year and you probably get Bitcoin better than I do. I, yeah, it was, I, I looked because I remember it was the Safedine and Lex Friedman podcast or the Michael Saylor one because they were very close to each other. They were a month apart and it was the Saylor one that came first. That was April 14th that that came out. So that was the first time that got me into it. And hearing Michael Saylor talk, I was like, well, this guy's clearly not an idiot. So maybe there's something here. And then it was soon after that that Lex Friedman chatted with Safedine, read Safedine's book, Bitcoin Center, and then it was kind of downhill from there or uphill, what, down, down the hole, up the hole. Some down the rabbit hole. Yeah, there was holes involved. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. They're already they're already uh, trolling us because you're posting the fact that me and Chris had to cuddle over here. Anyways, well, I'm not sleeping to. on the floor. Uh, I, I love Chris. Uh, if someone said, "Is that little Nico?" <laughs> Uh, butt to butt, butt to butt, butt to butt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're guys. We're we're not full degenerates here. You know, we're classy individuals. Anyways, let's get into the new story because I want you to keep this idea in mind about the fact that all, well, not all, but eighty percent of UTXOs out there, you guys know, unspent transaction outputs are being held long term. Now, I kind of hinted on this when I was talking about the spot Bitcoin ETF and here let's get into this news because combining the numbers and the news today, if you're not bullish already, guys, you're about to get more and more bullish. So let's go. The daily news. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor foundation devices. It's self custody done, right? They built a premium grade hardware wallet called passport right here in the US. It's fully open source and verifiable. It's the most intuitive Bitcoin wallet designed with a UX reminiscent of a simple feature phone. So you will know how to navigate it and use it the moment you pick it up. Get your Bitcoin off exchanges and into your into your own hands in just a few minutes. Experience the peace of mind that comes with taking ownership of your own keys. After a massive sellout during Bitcoin Miami 2023, the passport is back in stock at foundationdevices.com. Bitcoin only, open source verifiable, completely air gap security model, gorgeous design craft, premium grade materials. If you're thinking about getting your Bitcoin off exchanges, this is the one for you. Check out the passport link in the show notes below to learn more. Of course, of course, of course, guys, make sure you hit the QR code, go directly to the site, get yourself a very pretty, pretty cold storage. This is the way. Anyways, guys, um, as you guys will see, we haven't dropped this content yet, but yesterday I was sitting up here. I did all kinds of interviews and there was a very constant theme. It's the idea we've been saying on this show for a long time. You know, I know you guys out there, as we tell you every single day, you probably don't care about a spot Bitcoin ETF. It, it's really not designed for the average everyday person because you should just be buying spot Bitcoin. But the avenues and the liquidity that will be opened up because the traditional financial world works in a certain way. And, and they are biting tooth and nail to get into the Bitcoin market. And a lot of these people don't want to do what we tell them to do, which is take Bitcoin into self-custody. They want you know a, a traditional financial vehicle that they kind of understand. So the spot Bitcoin ETF, while there is concern about it being a paper Bitcoin event, 
it's going to open up a lot of liquidity. And yesterday, I'll get these out for you guys on YouTube. There was a constant theme. Again, Preston Pish, Stephen Lubka. We were all basically getting around the same idea. It's not about a matter of if. And of course, we don't like to speculate. We don't really know what's going on. But we are seeing more and more talk about the idea that maybe a spot Bitcoin ETF will happen sooner than we thought. And again, shouts out to uh, Joe Kernan, right? Yep. He is an absolute legend. The, the amount of conversation around Bitcoin... On Squawk Box, I think, you know, I know that we believe independent content creators are the way, but uh, there's still some sense of legitimacy when you are on the television, when you're on a, a local cable TV or rather a national cable TV. And the fact that they're having these Bitcoin conversations and they're speculating on whether a spot Bitcoin ETF will happen quicker than we thought. And before you guys troll me and throw tomatoes in the chat, yes, there is some conversation about stable coins and we can get into that. We you know, you guys know our view on this. Sats are my stable coins. Uh, stable coins are only stable until they're not. Anyways, we got a tweet here from Squawk Box, and it goes, uh, it's quoting Jay Clayton, former SEC chair, literally the guy that used to have uh, Gary Gensler's job, basically. Uh, he says, we decided every legal question around Bitcoin. Again, uh, I think we were talking about this yesterday, the, the hubris of thinking, we know everything that's going to happen. But hey, we've decided every legal question around Bitcoin. The P BTC spot market has much greater efficacy than it did, says former SEC chair Jay Clayton. Crypto is a technology. Let's see that technology in our financial ecosystem. And then this is the part that's probably a little iffy. I believe that stablecoin is one of those places. Let's watch this video. We will dissect it. I think there's a lot of good signal here. And then, of course, he's talking about stablecoin because, of, of course, the traditional financial world. Of course, they want to put Bitcoin in a box, something that they can control, something that seems safe and that they're used to. So, of course, they're going to kind of angle this towards stablecoins. But I think there's a lot of signal here, even though it is a little bit of speculation. But let's hear what they're saying, because more and more talk is saying the same thing. We might be seeing a spot Bitcoin ETF within the next three to six months. So let's listen to this. What do you think it means longer term for crypto? We were talking about the price of Bitcoin has actually moved a little bit higher, not as it relates to this, as it relates to the fact that maybe the government's going to stay open and relates to this comment uh, that Gary Gensler made that it, had the government shut down, you know, there'd be no chance of a, a Bitcoin ETF. I don't know if you think there's any better chance of a Bitcoin ETF now that the government's open. Well, let's, we'll go to that specific question, but, but two things on, on, on crypto. One is, this trial at a macro level demonstrates how important our regulatory environment is. No commingling of funds, you know, customer assets are segregated. All, all of those things are designed to prophylactically prevent what is alleged to have happened here. Well, yes, but the other piece of it is that this was a company that was, that was doing its entire business offshore. Interestingly, one of the things that's happened because we haven't figured out how to regulate crypto, mm -hmm. and this is an argument somebody like a Brian Armstrong would make from Coinbase, you're looking at them open up businesses elsewhere, right? They're now doing a lot of business in Europe. They're trying to do business in other, in other countries, in large part because we haven't really figured out what this is supposed to be. And this is why I think the next step, so, okay, we recognize that. The next step on crypto is incremental. Crypto is a technology. Let's see that technology in our financial ecosystem in a place where we're confident it's totally safe. So I, I believe that stablecoin, a well-constructed, well-regulated stablecoin, is one of those places. I also believe that We've decided every legal question around Bitcoin. It is relevant. So it, 
as I've said before, that would make you think that a Bitcoin spot ETF is inevitable. We, we, know, we know it's not a security what, Here's threat. a question, though. You were the chair of the SEC. What happened between the time that you were the chair of the SEC and now where you could stipulate to the idea that we know all the facts around Bitcoin? Well, what, 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 are there new facts that came to light in the past since you... There were, there were let's just... The classification of Bitcoin when I was chair of the SEC had, had already been decided when I got there. Okay, that it was a commodity, that the CFTC had regulated it as a commodity. I was very concerned that the trading of Bitcoin around the globe on exchanges that we had no insight into had a large amount of fraud going on. Right. And I was not comfortable, and staff... At the By the way, you were proven right. Yes. So, okay, so now what's changed so, since then? So there are a lot of people who do surveillance and the like who are, who are confident that the Bitcoin spot market is, what I would say, is, has much greater efficacy than it did three or four years ago. Because you've cleaned out the Sam Bankman frieds of the world? Is that the idea? I think it's a, a number of things. Finance? But, it, the... but, it, but in the applications that the, that the, what I would say is, well-respected financial institutions, new financial institutions or new financial providers have submitted to the SEC, they lay out the case for why trading in spot Bitcoin is more efficacious than it was in the past. Wow. Okay, guys. Uh, I, I, there's so much there, to be honest. There's, <laughs> there's so much that you could just hear by him not saying it. But I think the TLDR is, you know, in that time, uh, we're seeing that Bitcoin has matured. It, it's becoming a more prominent conversation. Obviously, people out there, the retail market, even the what you would call maybe uh more advanced investors they all want some access to bitcoin and before i go into it before i get our panel here their views on this we also saw this conversation yesterday here's a tweet from simply bitcoin it goes the s just in the sec will approve spot bitcoin etfs within three to six months stephen schoenfield former blackrock managing director and i got the article it came out on decrypt and it goes ex blackrock director says sec will approve a bitcoin etf in three to six months two former managing directors at blackrock say that U.S. approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF is basically a done deal. And if you hear what Jay Clayton was saying, he basically said the same thing. We have thought about all the legal proceedings around Bitcoin. And right now, maybe it's really just like a PR move where they are trying to slow roll the spot Bitcoin ETF. Maybe it's what I've been saying constantly on the show. The classic billionaire FUD line is going around and they got to FUD Bitcoin so they can stack their bags. And once they're ready to, and once their bags are packed, they will approve a spot Bitcoin ETF and rocket ship get on board. Anyways, let's go into this a little bit. Former BlackRock Managing Director Stephen Schoenfield, who's now the CEO of Market Vector Indexes, gives the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission three to six months before it approves a spot Bitcoin ETF. Schoenfield gave his estimate during a panel discussion on ETFs at CC Data's Digital Asset Summit in London yesterday, where he was joined by another ex-BlackRock Director, Martin Bednall, now CEO of Jacoby Asset Management. Schoenfield was responding to comments made earlier by Bednall that the SEC will probably approve all ETF applications at the same time. I don't think they want to give anybody first mover advantage. And he's not the only one saying that. If you guys hear the content that I'll put out with Preston Pish, Stephen Lubka, that is kind of the, the growing trend that I was catching yesterday, that they're probably not going to give BlackRock favoritism. The favoritism will just come from the retail market and knowing that BlackRock is one of the biggest asset manager in the world. They have one of the biggest brands in the world, so they will most likely get the most attention in their spot Bitcoin ETF. And But they're not going to unfairly treat BlackRock because it, it does seem like that might be a little too obvious. So 
once one gets approved, they will probably all get approved at the same time. So maybe they're just waiting to, to unleash the water, unleash the waterfall all at the same time. Anyways, previously, uh, the market vector CEO said he would have given the industry nine to 12 months before an approval, but the SEC's recent decision to delay giving verdicts on several pending ETF applications is unlike previous delaying tactics by the regulator. Instead of completely rejecting the whole list, they've asked for comments, which is a marginal but significant investment in the dialogue. There's also the Grayscale lawsuit, which the SEC lost, which means they're most likely going to have to allow the Grayscale Bitcoin trust to be converted into an ETF, says Schoenfield. Let's get to the very end because there's one paragraph in here that I think is telling. Though it's pending ETF application, traditional financials top asset manager BlackRock shepherding $9.42 trillion, again, $9.42 trillion in assets under management seems the likeliest contender to get a Bitcoin spot ETF approved. After all, it has a winning score of 575 to 1 when it comes to getting ETFs through the EC. Actually, it's 5.7. Point five? No, 575. Okay. Nobody would have seen it coming back in 2017 when BlackRock Chief Larry Fink called Bitcoin an index of money laundering. Fast forward to summer 2023, Fink appeared on Fox News and said that crypto is digitizing gold in many ways. During the panel discussion in London yesterday, Martin Bednall said he believed in any case that the traditional financial muscle in terms of both brand and resources will give BlackRock a first mover advantage should the SEC decide to start approving Bitcoin spot ETFs. So, Right here, show and field at the end goes, I disagree with my former colleague, Martin. As much as BlackRock will try to crush the competition, there's a good half dozen, maybe eight or nine other firms deeply committed to tradable digital assets. They all got applications in and some are actually more, much closer to the crypto ecosystem than BlackRock. So I think BlackRock will be in for quite a fight. And the reason I wanted to finish on that note is because Preston Pish was saying the same thing. He was saying that he doesn't believe that BlackRock will get preferential treatment, but they do have the brand. They will probably get the eye of most of the average retail out there, the retail market. They will just probably try to trust BlackRock. And of course, as Bitcoiners, we don't trust, we verify. But the fact that there is competition, at least it seems like there's going to be some competition in the market, I think we are going to see uh, BlackRock maybe maybe uh, not, not monopolize the spot Bitcoin ETFs. But either way, Let's see, within three to six months, whether we get a spot Bitcoin ETF, whether all of the liquidity of the traditional financial market gets unleashed into Bitcoin. Because, again, in some of the interviews you guys will see on our channel later, there is a lot, a lot of interest from high net worth individuals, from traditional financial investors. And they're looking to Bitcoin because they understand, hey, there might be something here and I might want to get some just in case it catches on. Anyways, Chris, I see you chomping at the bits to, to get your take in. What's up, bro? Uh, no, I, I think uh, I think it's very interesting. It's funny that even uh, Showfield basically was saying like, yeah, BlackRock's going to do whatever they do can do to crush competition. We've seen that historically. Obviously, their ETF approval rating uh, shows how good they are to getting approved. I know that there was a, a key line that was changed probably a couple months ago talking about the surveillance sharing agreement. Um, talking and like many of the ETFs updated as soon as BlackRock put it in their filing. Many of the other ones updated immediately. I think it's um. Basically, a surveillance sharing agreement with Coinbase seems to be the the main one that uh, has. I guess they're always talking about they're worried about the markets being spoofed and like basically people gaming the markets. Uh, it was very interesting that uh, Andrew. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his name. Sorkin, right? Andrew Sorkin uh, brought up that basically they're worried about Binance potentially like, spoofing the markets or like trading against them and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hold on, Chris. Can we talk about that? How is him like? 
pausing at that Binance question. You know, Sorkin hasn't been the biggest like Bitcoin crypto advocate, but he actually asked a hard question right there. He's like, are they waiting to clear out Binance? He's like, uh, I don't really want to say, but I think he said it. I think he said it out loud anyways. Yeah, Jay Clayton looked like he was caught with his pants down. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm just going to ignore that question and keep talking about the other things about the approval. Uh, but I do think it, it is fair or makes sense that if an ETF approval comes, um, it's going to be like, it's not going to only be one wins out. It's going to be like, we don't want anyone to take advantage. Although I do think a lot of people will flock to BlackRock because of the brand recognition one way, even if all eight get approved and BlackRock's one of them. I think many people are going to be like, I feel quote unquote safer. But guys, you know the deal. You're having your Bitcoin with third party custodians. We've seen time and time again is an issue. You know, get your uh, your Bitcoin on a foundation uh, passport, a cold card, you know, stamping into seed with uh, uh, the stamp seed. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Not your keys, not your coins. Uh, I think we need the rugs will continue until morale improves. <laughs> <All right. laughs> all right, James, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, honestly, everything Chris says, right? It's and as far as the Bitcoin ETF goes, I, I kind of tapped out from paying attention to it. It's just like such an up and down roller coaster. I just feel like BlackRock has so much power and influence that it's going to get approved eventually. And you know, when it's not getting approved, I feel like there's a reason for that. Like, what's the reason it's not you know available first yet? So um, either way, uh, it's going to be good for adoption, right? It's going to be good for the price of Bitcoin for all of us holding. Uh, me personally, you know, paper Bitcoin, I, I want nothing to do with. I want cold storage. I want to stamp my sheet into titanium, um, but I could see like everyone, everyone knows BlackRock. They know the name. It's got that recognition. So people will flock to it. Uh, could be a good, you know, entry for, for some people, but you know, not for me personally. And when it happens, it happens. I won't know. I don't pay attention to price. Um, well, I guess I'll, I'll be aware from Twitter. Um, but yeah, I'm going to keep stamping my seed, you know, got my hammer, got my stamps, um, keep DCing Bitcoin, putting it to cold storage. Yeah, 100%. And, and actually something that I find very interesting during the conversations that I had is, it's just becoming so evident that like the boomers out there and again, I don't mean to, I don't mean to be like a, an ageist here, but those that are so familiar with the traditional financial world, they, they're, they're just so turned off by self-custody and we're like, guys, it's so easy. Like self-custody is the revolution. Like, oh, you want someone else? controlling your money like this is why we're here in the first place this is why we're in this position in the first place is because you don't want to take custody of your assets of course you can't really take custody of stocks but like you know they're just so used to it and they don't want to think about it they just want to get the gains so very interesting in my opinion just just understanding that phenomenon that people are so afraid of taking their money into custody yeah, no, I think there's one thing that's very interesting, too, is like uh, one day it'd be interesting if the Fed is bailing out companies because of, you know, Bitcoin or whatever. Like, you know, oh, man. it's like a company shorting it and gets blown like a black rocker to short it and then it gets blown out. And then it's like, well, we need to bail them out to keep the Bitcoin alive or whatever. But yeah. I mean, I, I said it. I said it as a joke when I first said this on the show, and now it's almost becoming like it's, uh, you know, the meme like does art imitate life or life imitate art? It's like everyone's afraid of BlackRock taking down Bitcoin, but maybe Bitcoin will take down BlackRock. <laughs> Anyways, Dale, what's your thoughts? I think with all the talk about BlackRock, the thing that people are sleeping on is Fidelity. Ooh. They're the ones that people have, that, that have done the research. I'm, I'm sure BlackRock has their own Bitcoin team. Like I don't have any doubts about that, but at least Fidelity has their name out there. They're the ones coming out with these papers saying that Bitcoin basically only, they're the ones that, as far as I know, they're doing mining. Like They've been in the Bitcoin ecosystem for like a decade so they're aware and i think they're going to be the ones that are poised to help people out fidelity is the one that people know when it comes to investments in their 401ks so i think they're going to be the ones that are ready to swoop in and help people out and be like look we got answers we've been waiting with answers yeah i mean fidelity's been in bitcoin for a long time which i, I think is uh 
very, very under the radar for people. I, I don't know if uh, just the brand recognition of BlackRock is giving like Bitcoin more authority, but Fidelity has been in Bitcoin for like 10 years. They've been mining. They're, they're, they're like, I'm pretty sure they are absolutely orange pilled back there. And there's some awesome Bitcoiners at the company. Anyways, guys. We got, a, we got a very special culture here. We got James, and I think you guys are going to like this one. And uh, I'm in for a surprise as well. So let's get into the culture here, guys. And uh, we'll eventually get to the memes. Anyways, here we are with the culture. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. Let's go, guys. Well, you guys know we are at Pacific Bitcoin Festival there's a bunch of bunch of cool people out there. And yesterday we were making some rounds and we saw James and we're like, yo, come on the show. And he's like, I got a very special surprise for you guys. So, James, the floor is all yours. All right. Let's talk about the stamp seed and uh, show the people what you made. It's absolutely beautiful. Sure. Absolutely. Do you want to start with surprise first? or No, uh, no. Do, do the whole stamp seed plug and then we'll okay. do surprise. Yeah, absolutely. So stamp seed. Um, here we go. So this is the entire setup here. Um, it's completely DIY third-party solution. You get all the tools that you see here to stamp your seed into a titanium plate. Um, the words are stamped into the plate. There's no loose pieces uh, that could fall out from bending or heat expansion. Um, there's no crevices where water particles could hide and seize up the metal that you have. It's very basic and simple. It's a low-tech solution to a high-tech problem. You're, instead of writing on paper, you are literally stamping each letter into the metal. And you could, these stamps here are like nails with a word, a letter on the end, rather. And uh, what you're basically going to do is you take one of these titanium plates, commercial grade. This is our stamping jig right here. It holds your plate in place, uh, stops it from bouncing around. Uh, there's alignment lines on here that correspond with lines on each stamp. And that gives you a place to aim for to make sure your words are nice and neatly stamped in a row. Uh, ensures nothing um, is going over into the next cell. You're not going to run out of space as well. Um, yeah, and we have some pretty cool products coming out uh, in the future that are going to be able to work with this exact jig here. Maybe you want to stamp your Nostra private key, um, your 12-word, your multi-sig setup. So this kit is going to be a great asset to have. Once you stamp your plate, you're able to buy other templates and upload them in. Um, this is the hammer. It's pretty badass. It's a metal stamping hammer, patented, developed uh, by metal stampers. Um, has a brass tip. It's meant for, you know, driving the steel stamp into it. You feel it's got a nice heavy. It's heavy, guys. Yeah. It's very heavy. Top heavy. It's a, it's also a $5 wrench attack uh, nemesis. Like, you <laughs> you know, hold on to this. Um, you know, maybe we'll talk Ben Askren about this later. See uh, see which one's better. Um, no, just kidding. Um, and, yeah, it's it's pretty straightforward. Um, you know, I don't want to demo it on this table right here. but Yeah, what, what it might mess up the mics, but I yeah. mean, I don't know. Let, maybe they want to hear the pounding. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> uh, these oranges are going to roll over the floor. It, you know, it won't be good. It's a nice setup that we have here. Um, yeah, and so, right, you can check out the website. You could see things like this, all the stress testing we did on the place to ensure that what you're getting is a quality product that is not going to get you rugged. Um, your words are never going to pop out of this. It's titanium, completely non-corrosive. It's never going to rust. Um, you might be wondering what the holes are for. These holes enable you to mount it under a table like this or in a wall. Um, we're also going to be coming out with like a titanium lockbox for it with titanium screws that are security heads that will have these plates covered up for you. 
um, along with some of the other things I mentioned in the future. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a pretty interesting story how it kind of Stampseed started. Um, initially, I was a um, PPC advertiser, which means I'm looking at all the search terms that people are putting into Google when they're looking for product. And um, from one of our metal stamping companies, seed phrase storage was some term that kept popping up and being someone that was into crypto at the time. Um, I picked up on it. I wasn't really sure what it was, but started going down the little rabbit hole of seed phrase storage and Bitcoin along the way and pretty much orange filled myself and turned a fiat job into a Bitcoin job. So we're doing what we can to provide these tools to people to make um, self-custing easier process for them and also fun. You get like something cool to hold on to after the fact. And um, Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say you're making Bitcoin physical? Oh, my God, guys. You can hold on to something. You can hold on to it, yeah. And you have the tools after the fact. Um, you know, it's just nice to sit there and stamp your seed. It's old school. You're like a, a metalsmith. Um, and, um, you know, speaking of which, we have some cool things coming out. Uh, surprise time now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so here's yeah. one for you guys. For the Simply Bitcoin team, it's the logo. Let's, let's see. Let's that. see if Check I can show out. it a little bit. Absolutely. You might have to change the focus. There you go. That'll be a one of two. Uh, I think Nico has the other one, and this is another plate here. This one is for every festival conference we go to. We're making a special limited edition plate for for everyone that's at the conference, and we only do either twenty one or thirty of them, depending on the size of the show. Um, if there are any leftover of those. Um, we'll probably pop them on the website, but once they're out, they're out. So that's going to be something that we want to continue to do, make these kind of limited edition designs uh, with our in-house artist who's developing all the stuff for us. Um, and that's going to be kind of the future with Samsi. Like we might be able to uh, accept any file that you want to send to us, a meme, a picture of you with laser eyes, maybe a hint for your multi-sig setup or a way to identify which wallet's which, and you'll be able to upload design, put it on the back of these plates, uh, which is going to be really cool. Awesome. Uh, we got a question here. John Pleb, will you be making uh, QR plates compatible with Seed Signer? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we actually uh, were going back and forth with Seed Signer on Twitter for a little bit, and they shared some of the templates with us. And we might be able to make a stampable QR code with oh. the titanium plates, which would be really wow. cool. So um, we're constantly innovating. We have a lot of big plans for uh, what's most likely going to be the start of 2024. A, pro a lot of products that you guys have been asking for covers. Um, maybe, you know, 12 verge solutions um, and some multi-sig setups, QR codes. It's all stuff we want to be able to do and all of it we want to make to be able to work with this kit. So once you purchase this kit, you won't have to purchase a kit number two. All the plates will be able to fit in here with some of the other additional tools we're going to be able to wedge in here to make sure the plates aren't sliding over because they might be a little bit smaller because they're not 24 word in this scenario. So great investment to get the kit. Good thing to share with your friends. You each get a plate, bring it to Bitcoin meetups. Uh, it's a great way to, you know, kind of orange pill people. They say, what, why are you stamping your password into this? And you can kind of explain to them what self-custody is. And, and um, <laughs> yeah, do, do it in a park, guys. No, don't do no, that. No, no, don't no. do that. Nice don't do it in public. Area. Don't don't show people your no. seed. But it'd be pretty funny. You're just like stamping it in public. What are you doing? Uh, don't do that. Anyways. Um, so are the specific Bitcoin themed plates already on the website no they're not on the website we give everyone at the, the festival conferences first dibs um there might be about like 20 or so left at this point unless some sold uh, while i've been here um they whatever's left over will be on the site if you go on the site now you could see the plate we brought to prague and that was um, inspired by the prague orlog like the oldest working astronomical clock in the world so that's a really sick plate and we're just we leave it there with a the retired logo on it so it'll be like a gallery of things you could go through and, um, you know, something to commemorate, you know, the conference, something to remember you were here. 
Um, and pretty soon we'll, we might be numbering these, you know, making some really cool designs that are super exclusive um, and just trying to level up that, uh, that design constantly. Love it. I, I, for some reason, I got a picture here. Like how, how intricate can the graphics be on this on the seed plates um we are like, could, could i put like a i don't know like my face on it or something so that's why we're we're taking a long time to get this to work because we want it to work right like we we are able to probably do the face now but it's not going to look as perfect as we want it to look so um we're working on making pretty much any picture you want um, available if you take a picture of like a nice landscape of like a mountain scenery or something like that um and you want to like literally put that into your wall and have like a scene on the backside of it that looks discreet you'd be able to do that so we want it to be almost limitless um in terms of what you could put on here a picture of yourself with the laser eyes um really anything so that's uh that's something that we hope to be available at some point next year but for now we'll have like these sort of temporary designs. This is all like a circuit design, a solo Satoshi design that's on the website too. Uh, those will just be always available, but then there'll be special ones that come out, not just for the conferences, but they'll probably be on a monthly or quarterly basis, um, like our 21 series or something like that. Okay, awesome, awesome. Guys, and someone someone in the chat was asking, uh, not necessarily like why I should stamp my seed. They were just uh, very simple, just asking like, should I keep my Bitcoin on an exchange, guys? I know you're new. You're, you're saying in the chat, I, I'm kind of reading that you're like, yo, I, I'm very new to this. But as BTC Moon Guy says, and we say it all the time, you know, self-custody. And I'm really kind of leaning into Stephen Lovka's way of saying it. It's just custody your Bitcoin, guys. Taking personal custody of your Bitcoin. Don't get lost in the jargon of self-custody. It sounds so dangerous. It's like you just want to hold your Bitcoin, guys. And you do not want to leave Bitcoin on an exchange. And then, like I always say, you do not want to just leave your seed phrase on a piece of paper in your sock drawer. You want it indestructible because you never know what's going on, guys. So first steps first. You want to take your Bitcoin off the exchanges, whether it's a mobile wallet, whether it's a hardware wallet like Foundation, and then stamping your seed into something that's indestructible to you protect yourself, guys. Like, just take the simple steps. Make sure that if this is your first time taking your Bitcoin off an exchange, that you do a test transaction, maybe a dollar, maybe five dollars, whatever you think is a good enough amount of Bitcoin above the dust limit, obviously. Uh, so you can test these wallets, clear the wallet, make sure you can access that Bitcoin again before you send your whole entire savings. Then get yourself a stamp seed kit, write down the seed phrase in something that is indestructible, hide that, don't show it to anyone. Like this is the basics of what is going on. And, and especially when we're talking about what is going on in Bitcoin and the numbers, we showed you that 80% of Bitcoiners 80% of UTXOs are being held by hodlers. And though on the same frame, same timeline, there is so much interest in Bitcoin coming down the pipeline in three to six months. So you want to be preparing now, guys. The mempool is starting to relax, starting to clear out. We're not getting these crazy 30 sat fees anymore. And you can consolidate. You can take your Bitcoin off the exchanges, stamp your seed phrase, this is what you should be doing right now before it gets crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, don't get comfortable with that Bitcoin on the exchange. Time could go by and you just, you know, you know in the beginning, you might have a few dollars on there, maybe a hundred bucks or so. And it might not be economical to get this, the hardware wallet yet or the stamp seed kit yet. But as you continue to DCA into Bitcoin, um, once you get to a certain point, you know, you have to move that off for sure. Get it into your hardware wallet. And like I said, don't write it on the paper that's going to be coming with those hardware wallets. That's a great temporary solution to just shot it down quick during setup. But um, like you said, paper is not fireproof. Ink fades. 
it degrades. It's not waterproof. And it's just not a great way to ensure generational wealth. You don't want to be telling your grandkids one day that you were lazy and wrote your seed phrase on a post-it when you could have put it on this stamp seed plate, which happens to be the same size as a post-it. So it's just titanium. So let's go, yeah, with, let's go with the titanium. Like, like John Pleb laid it out very, very easily, guys. Look, start with writing your seed on paper. You know, Download a mobile wallet. If, if you still have your whole entire holdings on an exchange, you are obviously very new to Simply Bitcoin. We appreciate you. We are seeing new viewers, but take it from the exchange. Download a mobile wallet. I am very partial to Blue Wallet. I am becoming a huge Phoenix Wallet maxi. And do a test transaction. And then write down your seed phrase on paper. And then once you have tested this wallet, once you can re-access that Bitcoin, then look into the metal. Get yourself a stamp seed. Make sure that your seed phrase doesn't get wrecked because you do not want to look at your great, great grandchildren and be like, Grandpa, Grandpa Opti, why are you broke? I had Bitcoin, but I lost it because I wrecked my seed phrase because it was only on paper in my sock drawer. All right. Well, James, really honored. Uh, I Honestly, guys, uh, let's get some peer pressure right now. Uh, maybe, maybe we get some Simply Bitcoin branded one for you guys out there. If you want them, I'm sure we can make this happen. But I'm, yeah. I'm honored to have yeah, a one of two so far. That's something we could definitely work on. Maybe, you know, make it available in your uh, – you guys have a store, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. Some merch in there. So, yeah, maybe we could do something for you guys. Okay. Actually, yeah. actually – I'm going to say it live so that uh, maybe it'll peer pressure us. But I've been thinking behind the scenes. We are close to getting to 21K on our YouTube. So maybe we can just get one special one designed, Simply Bitcoin, and I'll figure out a way to do a giveaway for you guys. Nice. And so that's, uh, I don't know, within a month maybe. I don't know. We'll talk about it. If you guys want it, I'm sure we'll make it happen. We can do it. Fun. that'd be awesome yeah absolutely that'd be cool sure that'd be epic all right guys well you heard it here first uh continue to troll me and badger me and we'll make sure that it happens <laughs> all right guys let's go to oops the meme review as you can see guys it's getting busy back here now it's getting super busy it was quiet it was quiet yesterday anyways let's get to the meme review guys we got the memes to review for you the daily meme review All right, guys, you already know the deal. This is the meme review where you send us memes on Twitter at Simcoin TV, at Optimus Fields. Tag your favorite memers, tag your memes. I don't really care. I'm okay with nepotism on the meme review. It's fine. Uh, let's see your genius. Actually, I got a very live meme review score. It's, it's behind the scenes. Anyways, tweets are the bullets, memes are the artillery. We are in an information war, and you need to continue to spread the signal guys so first meme is by lena ciche she's the little hodler series is is absolutely epic i i wish i could draw i don't know how she does this but i i've always wanted to draw guys uh, i'm triggered right now anyways she goes national debt and you see a little hodler in a suit and we got the waiter coming up with the bill and we got you guys the average citizen out there just sitting paying dinner and he goes oh i forgot my wallet and it's the business suit the rich guy and he goes hey i'll pay you tomorrow and so the average person has to pay the bill and look at who the suit guy is it's the american government he's got the american flag on his business luggage what a suitcase and he goes uh yeah sure uh not getting that money back and he's like i know what 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 are they what are they doing with all our money guys they're saying they're doing stuff for us chris and i 
it's hard to see sometimes, especially actually, especially when you're walking at night in Santa Monica. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, crazy, man, guys. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. Anyways, next meme is by Bitcoin Sapiens. You got an AI picture here, but I, I really like to quote here. Shouts out to Bitcoin and Savings. And uh, this is Bitcoin Sapiens. He's doing a great job with these AIs. I think this is like a phoenix, maybe a dragon. I don't know what it is exactly, but it's got the Bitcoin logo here. And it goes, if you're lucky, a toxic Bitcoin maximalist will teach you. If you're unlucky, the market will teach you. Either way, you will learn. What's the saying? You can uh, you can be wise and watch what other people do. No, I forget what it is. Or you can just be a, a standard idiot and get yourself wrecked. But uh, this is why we're here. This is why we do this show, so that you guys do not wreck yourself. Okay, this next meme is by our boy, at Ropey. I mean, he just does the fist emoji. And here's a couple here, and it goes, Hey, honey, can you go see if the baby is sleeping? And the dad goes to see the little baby is sleeping. And the baby's got laser eyes, and it goes, And the fed. And the dad goes, Nah, babe, she woke AF. <laughs> the child is woke. Let's go. Okay, the next meme is by Bitcoin, what's this, energy, I don't know, standard, Bitcoin energy standard, at, a.k.a. at Romolio, Romolo. And he goes, you can't even imagine how significant it will be to own one Bitcoin. And we got a guy in an orange suit jacket with the Bitcoin flag standing on a bunch of what looks like coins, a bunch of coins, and there's dollars in the background. I've been saying this, and actually me and Dell were talking about this a few times I, I really do believe that even though as Bitcoiners, we stay stupidly bullish and, and we're absolutely bullish about the future of Bitcoin. I don't even think we're bullish. We can't, we can't ever be bullish enough because we really don't know the final effects and what Bitcoin will do when it does what we know it will do. Okay, next one is Publord. And again, this is, uh, this is Bitcoin bear market memes. And he goes, hang in there. It gets better, I promise. And we got a picture here. It's Tiger Woods first having. He's all dressed up. He's nice. He's fit. And then we got John Daly over here. Second having. You're wearing crazy clothes. Got a crazy beard. You're smoking a cigar on the golf course. You just don't even care. You're like, I've been through it all. What can phase me at this point? This is the way. Okay, this last one. Oh, actually, second to last one is Marty's Owl. Love you, bro. And he goes, in less than a decade, the block reward is going to be less than a single Bitcoin. This game is so easy. And we got a, a frog, Pepe, smoking a cigarette. Again, going back here, guys, you can't even imagine how significant it will be to own one whole Bitcoin. And in less than a decade, the block reward is going to be less than a single Bitcoin, guys. If that doesn't make you bullish, I don't know what will. This last one is by Mitchell Hoddle. He goes, if you understand this, you understand Bitcoin. Phew. And we got an X, Y axis. The Y axis is risk. The X axis is time. Actually, what is this? This is a Blockware Solutions meme. Shout out to Mitchell Hoddle for uh, reposting it. And we got the Bitcoin logo. And it's going from left to right, from the highest risk to the lowest risk over time. And then we got on the opposite side, we have the US dollar. What seems like no risk, but over time, it becomes high risk. And this is what we say all the time. We have these conversations with our normie friends all the time, and then they all say the same thing. Oh, Bitcoin is so risky. How am I going to put my life savings in Bitcoin? Uh, you know, the dollar is stable. One dollar equals one dollar. Well, if you understand anything about the traditional financial world, I think the writing is on the wall that the dollar may not be that safe anymore. Maybe treasury bills aren't as safe as they say they are. Man, what is going on in the world? It doesn't matter. Everything is trending to zero against Bitcoin. All roads lead to Bitcoin. Anyways, guys, drop your meme review score. Wait, over there in the chat, and I will cover them live 
on that note, actually, let's go that way. Dow, you start because I, I haven't picked mine yet. Uh, these clementines or Ooh. mandarins, whatever they are. No, they're apples. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're not apples. All right, James, what is your meme review score? All right, I'm going to go ahead and plug our uh, Apple and Stamp Sheet collab and give the meme review score a brand spanking new titanium iPhone. Wow. He's, collab he's may done or it. may not be with Stamp Sheet, but we're both using titanium. So that's James good may or may not be invested in titanium stock. Mm, I will not expose his holdings. Okay. Or Apple, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Chris, what is your meme review score? I got uh, Crypto Sovereignty by Eric Kaysen. So, you know, you can pick that up at the Bitcoin magazine store eric just published his book i just finished it it's a great read so yeah uh guys i got a i got an interview with eric Kaysen last night absolutely blew my mind i i was worn out by the end of the day and eric Kaysen came in here and just he was worn out too and we just got super cosmic for 30 minutes i'm i haven't read this version of his book but i've read probably everything from eric Kaysen and and I just love him. He's one of my favorite, favorite Bitcoiners. Okay, hold on. Let me let me figure out my meme review score right quick. Uh, let's do this. I, I took the, the Kirkland trail mix from the, the VIP lounge because I rug pulled myself on decaf coffee and I was sitting over there and I, I wasn't thinking. I was drinking decaf coffee. I grabbed some trail mix. I'm like, this is going to be great. And then I realized I poured myself a decaf. No, I, I got one. Thanks, Sofa. <laughs> But I will have to get some non-decaf coffee soon because, you know me, I need I need I need like twelve coffees just to get through the day on on these crazy crazy days. All right, anyways, guys, we got some in the. Oh wait, wait, sorry. First and foremost, shout out to everyone that's been supporting the show. Get yourself some simply Bitcoin merch. You guys have been telling me you love the merch. I, I'm really honored that you guys are wanting to support the show. But not only that, being Walking billboards for a very simple message, guys. It's not necessarily just simply Bitcoin here as the media company. The message is simply Bitcoin. It's not crypto. It is simply Bitcoin, guys. So scan the QR code. Get yourself some merch. We will get you guys hats. You guys have been telling me we need hats. Uh, I know Sophie is on the mission to get female cut sizes, female sizes, so they look pretty on you guys, and you can look super sexy rocking some Bitcoin gear. And we are in the works and in the talks with some of your favorite Bitcoin artists to get you guys some Simply Bitcoin designs. Anyways, guys, I know that we have some scores in the chat. Here we go. All right, hold on, guys. I'm, I'm scrolling up. I'm scrolling up. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, okay. Memes. Wait, can I read this? Hold on. I got to I gotta filter this one. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Okay, I can read it. I can read it. All right. Christine Lagarde, Praying Mantis version. Score, Opti Jr. Jr. Grandpa Opti, how did we get so rich? Grandpa Opti, well, first I learned how to take self-custody. Then I met your grandmother on the French Riviera. I can only hope. I can only hope. Okay, next one is Rave Elevator. I scored the memes, the national emergency test done in USA and Russia on the same day. Yeah, that was uh, that was very interesting. I saw that as well. Okay, we got XX meme score equal one John Daly long drive. Yes, this is the way. John Daly, look, I don't know golf at all, but John Daly's a legend. Okay, we got Vera Para, and he goes, I give these memes a red update button in Chrome. Okay, I, 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 don't, I don't exactly know that one. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. 
Maybe it might, I need to update my Chrome. I don't know. Anyway, Bitcoin for Canadians. I give those memes to meme supply shock moon candle in time for Christmas. We can only hope. We can only hope that October leads to a beautiful, beautiful Christmas. Let's see. Tore up huddle, meme score, FOMO for missing the conference. Guys, hold on, hold on, hold on. I tell you all the time, you always get the FOMO around the conferences, and this is why you got to go. Anyways, anyways, a uh, couple more, a couple more. Phil C., I give these memes the book, The Bitcoin Standard, for those who haven't read it. Yes, it's a must read. Let's go. Philip Rizzo, I score the memes off the writing Lagarde phone number on paper, and it gets destroyed. Okay. Okay. Uh, next one, score. Fuck banks. It's Friday. Stack some mother effing sats. Let's go. Okay. You can see it. You can hear the music. We're getting a little more drastic, a little more dramatic. Satwise Jenks, I give these memes thousands of people spending money at a Bitcoin conference instead of buying Bitcoin. Oh, wrecked. Hey, got to have some fun, guys. You got to have some fun. But yes, stack sats. This is this is priority number one. Always stack sats. And then if you want to come hang out with all of your favorite Bitcoiners, all really your friends, it's really more like a family reunion. Yeah, it's it's like a, I know you guys are thinking about going to like El Salvador, and it's just like a party. You really just you got to get around here so you can see your friends. You don't you don't get an excuse to go on a vacation and hang out with like minded individuals very often. Anyways. Thank you so much for coming, James. Really appreciate it. And uh, yes. we'll, we'll get in touch about doing one a one-off Simply Bitcoin theme stamp seed for you guys at 21K giveaway. I, I'm going to get wine to talk to all of our sponsors and we'll see what we can do for you guys. We want to do something special. You know, we're excited for the big round number of 20K on our YouTube, but 21K yeah. seems to be fitting. We'll, we'll probably do a whole kit, right? Oh. With the one-on-one plate. Wow. Because what are you going to do with just the plate? You need the whole setup. So wow. it's going to be a good one. All right. Just goes to show you that James loves you guys. All right. We, we love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, James, thanks for showing up with us thanks, thanks for, for hanging out with us thanks for sure. having a good time and then of course chris alemo always a pleasure uh, we, we literally pretty much abducted chris and he's part of simply bitcoin now for this weekend i'm i have him running around helping me uh, i'm gonna probably have to send you some sats but i was buying him drinks last night so uh I, we, we might be good we might be good but chris How's your weekend been? And, and and thanks for hanging out with us, bro. No, it's always a pleasure. Great hanging out with you guys. It was great meeting James. It's like, I, I think I want to pick up one of these kits. It's really sweet, some of the stuff. So pleasure being here. Thanks for having me, guys. As always. Let's go. Look at everyone. Sick prize. Yeah. Oh, we'll figure out how to get you guys. Uh, we're going to do one of those anon anonymous giveaways. Uh, I'll figure out one of the subscribers. Actually, maybe, maybe I'll have to do like someone that's in the chat all the time. So like you're a loyal guy. I, I will figure it out. I'll figure it out. Anyways, Dale. How you doing? What you got planned for today? Is there anything on your event schedule? Not that I know of. No, I don't know. Well, we'll be doing some interviews. Okay. So you, you can't just run off today. We're, we're going to have to get some interviews done in the meantime. Anyways, guys, we love you. Uh, I, know the, I know the live stream's a little chaotic when we're live. It's a little different. But we give you guys a signal every single day. And this is why you got to show up. And, and again, on that note, uh, shouts out to everyone that was giving us love in person. It, it really is honoring and humbling that you guys enjoy what we do here, that you guys show up every single day, that you guys are adamant about spreading Bitcoin, and that you guys just like to have fun with us here at Simply Bitcoin. I was getting so much love. It just, man, it, 
this is why you got to come to this stuff is because you get to hang out with your friends, your family and new friends. And they're just, just, just keep telling you like, man, you really are a part of my life. And I'm just like, dude, I'm just ranting into my computer and I forget that there's people out there that enjoy and benefit from what we do. So we love you guys. Hope to see you guys soon. And on that note, we are out. Keep an eye on our YouTube. Uh, I will probably get some of the clips out maybe today and tomorrow over the weekend, but we will be giving you guys clips throughout the week. I'll try to get them up as quickly as possible for you guys. So peace out, guys. Have a good rest of your day. It's the weekend. Get outside, touch some grass, get some good food in, hang out with your loved ones, and make sure you are getting your 10K steps in. Right, Stephen Lovka? <laughs> All right, peace out, guys.